la rap. El Jefe, Mr. Glass Half Full, The Revival. Welcome back to New York Revival. I'm your man, Steve Harvey. I'm, I'm your man, El Jefe. I've been watching a lot of Family Feud lately. Um, New York Revival, where it's not just sports. It's entertainment. El Jefe with you. Big man, Spiro, Mr. Glass Half Full. How you doing, buddy? What's going on? What's going on? I'm doing good, man. Uh, nothing to report. No, nothing crazy over the weekend. We are in the, these uh, little dog days of the football offseason right now. We're trying to get by. It's right before the NBA and NHL playoffs. We're just we're, we're scraping our way through the dog days here. Um, I, I, I love being here with you and, and our faithful leader. He, he's who's missing today, but I see him out there. He, I see him out there in the chat, always representing. E, we miss you. We want you back soon. Hopefully, uh, enjoying your family. And, um, you know, we, we just, like I said, we're a tripod over here and we pick each other up. Sometimes family's always, not, not sometimes, family's always first. Let's say that. And, you know, the show goes on with us, though. The show goes on. Of course. We're having of course, a good time. Of course. Uh, am I the only one that watches a lot of Family Feud at night? Or hell no. Okay. Uh, Steve Harvey is the best thing that ever happened to ever. television. Um, <laughs> you know, Jay is joining us. I think he's in Mexico, and oh. and he's still joining us. See, this, this guy, this, this is commitment is unbelievable. Uh, Eli Rex. Every time I, I say his name, I hear ransom. I just hear the song Eli Rex. Eli Rex. Just <laughs> a glass half full. The revival. Know it. Um, there was kind of a big basketball game on last night. Also, do uh, I look like the Rams coach Sean McVay right now? Dude, I, I mean, that's like not I a bad Sean, thing. I feel like I have Sean McVay <laughs> vibes going on right now. Um, that's not a bad thing. Did you watch the game last night? UConn, San Diego State. I, kind of a weird 20. UConn, dominant. I yeah. uh, I followed your coattails. Spiro puts out a tweet yesterday. Take UConn minus seven and a half, which is a lot of points in a championship game. Yeah. Dude, uh, but I didn't. You can't make any money if you're, unless you're betting a shitload next up on just the spread. So I took the over too, which I was so uncomfortable with after 15 minutes yeah. when San Diego State had 12 points still. <laughs> and then they just caught some fire. They started battling. What's up to everybody in the chat? What's up, you, everybody? I see you, Precious. What's up, Precious? I see Precious birthday. Hey, I almost forgot. We almost forgot Precious's birthday last week. And Precious, we're sorry. I, I, we shot you out when, when we knew. As soon as we knew, we're sorry. We apologize. I hope you had a happy birthday, a very happy birthday. The happiest of birthdays. She's, um, a, day, hey, she's a day one. I'm kind of sad that the, the tournament's over, man. Like I was, I was hot, dude. I was hot. Last 30 days. I'm not going to say how many. Are you were, reading? You're reading stats off right now. Go ahead. We're up. We're up big. 19 units. Uh, it, it, I was on fire with this basketball tournament, man. Um, I almost did. I didn't want it to end because I was I was making some money hand over fist, man. It were you were you tweeting all of your bets? Like, did I you, tried, te- did you text me? Did, did you text me did. once? <laughs> did you text me once? Hey, I'm on a heater. A lot of I times, mean, I don't I don't want to mess up your bets. But. Listen, yeah, like it, it, it's it's like you play that that game where you know you hate jinxing the bet. I know. You know, yeah. and, you hate saying it out loud, but I also want to make my friends money. So I, you know, yeah. I tr- I try to do my best, try and give you guys a little of this, a little of that, um, and. Some a lot of times I was drunk and I forgot to, to tell everybody. Um, so we had a little boys' weekend the first weekend. I that couldn't get any tweets out at that point. You know how it goes. 
Well, listen, well, listen. In the future, if you're feeling confident, you feel you. like you feel like you got control over the I situation. I want you to loop me in, okay? And I'll. Do that's the what same. I did. For, that's what I did it for you last night. You technically did, did do people. that last time, okay? Yeah. Um, but the, the game itself, kind of, kind of, again, the story of UConn's tournament. They had the, a nice road, and they were hitting their peak at the right time. They're one of the most talented teams all year, and it just made like the board fell perfectly for them. Like Miami in the Final Four, San Diego State. Tough San Diego State team, but UConn was UConn. Just undermatched. Hurley's I mean, a Hurley. And, you know, Jersey City's own cutting down the nets at the end of the day. Dude, the, Hurley, the Hurley name is a big deal. Um, there are people like in New parts. Jersey. Yeah. Um, it really is. We're, we're, big, we're big Hurley people over here uh, in Jersey. But, uh, you know, started with his dad, uh, one of the most winningest high school basketball coach in Jersey history. Maybe in the whole world. Uh, I gotta be honest with you. It might be. It might be. <laughs> someone have to fact check that. But <laughs> maybe on planet Earth. But we'll get back uh, to you on that. Monty yeah. And then Bobby. Bobby do, did his thing, and then um, you know you kind of you know, turned down a net spin. So it was fun. But I guess the big question is: Did big you watch any of the other the the women's Final Four and and championship game? Yeah, man. Where there's and there's a lot of hoopla. Big stuff. Going on. Big stuff. Ho- I don't Talk use the it. word hoopla very often, but I feel like this it's, it's is... an underused word. But I, does it, did it work right here? Did I use uh-huh. it right? Like it. <laughs> um, I think there's so many good things that came from that that game, uh, the women's game, and it may have overshadowed the men's game for the first time ever. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but let's back up a second. This Caitlin Clark chick is. So good for the game of so women's basketball. She is the Steph Curry they've been waiting for. She'll she'll pull the trigger from anywhere. How's it going? Hey. <laughs> yeah. Get out there. Um, <laughs> Go beat somebody. Get out there and be somebody. Um, but she pulls it from anywhere. She'll pull it up from the parking lot. She hits threes, but obviously so she good. talks, she talks shit. And uh Angel Reese didn't like that. No, and I think this so. is like this, the second best thing that could have happened to women's basketball is a little controversy and a little attention on their game, mm-hmm. which they need, right? Like this is good for women's sports. It's good for women's basketball. This game, like I'll be honest, Caitlin Clark is the only player I could name two days ago in the entire 100%. tournament. She was the only reason I tuned in mm-hmm. to the championship game. So that has, I haven't, I'm not, I'm just being honest. I haven't felt I'm the need you. to tune into a, a women's college game before. I'm with you. Now she's put she put them on the map. She put Iowa on, on the map. She put the uh, W. Uh, sorry, not WNBA. Uh, she's the, about, the she's about to. Yeah. yeah, she about she's about to. But she she made her name for herself. She was straight dominant. How many forty point games did, did she post? Um, and you know she she had some swagger to her too. And when you have some swagger and you don't win in the end. Expect a little bit of shit talking. Yeah. So this is this is all yeah. over the news, right? Mm-hmm. Caitlin Clark, she's she was talking shit during the Louisville game. She's doing the "You Can't See Me" the John Cena thing, and uh, all good fun. You, you don't all you you don't have to. I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's all great, honestly. Hell yeah! And you don't have to like the timing of when Angel Reese did it back to her. But if you've ever played a fucking sport where someone right. was talking shit. If you wait till the end of the game when you have it won, guess what? It hurts more then. So that, mm-hmm. that's why you do it then. Mm-hmm. And if you're a competitor and you've played like sports at a real competitive level, you understand exactly why that happened. You have no problem with it. 
So I just want to show a clip real quick here. You see her doing it. This is actually the game before Louisville. Yep. Um, so now look, she does it back to her. The game is wrapped up at this point. So yeah, yep. she's she's kind of walking around. She's making sure she's pointing it out. Caitlin Clark just ignores her the whole time. But she yeah. she came out today. She was interviewed today, and she came out and said she had no problem with it. She shouldn't be criticized. So I think she had the right take, the right response. Then it becomes something way bigger. Oh God, way bigger than it, <laughs> than it has to. And to be honest, it sucks because if the roles were reversed, I bet Caitlin Clark would still be celebrated. So I do mm. think it is fucked up, and it is a factor. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just all good for the sport, and it's just like shit talking in every game. Dude, listen, you you nailed it on the head. If you played competitive anything you're in any t- point in your life, especially basketball, ba- basketball is a, a shit talking sport. I feel like you know it, you, you, that's what you do in it. And if you're dishing it out, you gotta be able to take it. And Caitlin Clark did take it. She walked right past, uh, you know, it, it, Angel Reese. She gave it to her. She gave it to her twice. And you know what? To Caitlin Clark's credit, she didn't react either. She she was perfectly okay with it. Came mm-hmm. out today, said it's awesome for the game. You know, and I and I hate to compare it because I don't want this to sound sexist in any way. But that's right. This it, isn't live like, or public. Yeah, so this is this is. It's almost place. like a league of their own. Like you know, they 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 put themselves on a map there. That, that's a moment that put them on a map, and you know, it, it, it just was great to see, great get to get the talking points going and get more eyes on it. And you know what? Maybe next year, the women's get on prime time too and get on like get on a Sunday, you know, or a a, a Monday game, you know. They are elevating. They are they are coming closer to the men's game, and you love to see it. So shout out to women. Shout out to Iowa. Shout out to Kalen Clark. Shout out to Angel Reese. Keep doing your thing. Keep keep talking shit. Be you. And I she listen. She said she did it for New Orleans. She did it for the girls that look like her and could and acted like her. And 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 I respect that man. I respect that she she stood out for her uh, her for where she lives and the game she played. And she said people hate on me all tournament. I don't care. Good, you know. Let them hate. Let them it's, hate. It's and funny. You know what's uh, funny? It's always the people that are not involved that get that have the most feelings about it. It's always that. that is, is that not perfect? Like the way Twitter works right now. And it seems Everybody like it's the people that were never serious athletes. Right. It's, if you're really like, oh, that's so. What's classless? It's not oh, classless. Gosh. It's competition. And it's funny because a lot of people in the chat are it's talking classless. about. We we talk shit playing spades and Uno. <laughs> we talk shit playing Scrabble. Like exactly. it's true. You talk shit Dude. all the time. You don't think you're going to talk shit at the highest level of your game, it's nationally nice. televised game with everything on the line? Hell yeah. And important factor here, that game broke all-time records of viewership yes. for women's uh, no college big deal. basketball. No big deal. So it's great it's... for the sport. People tuned in probably at first to see if she, if that girl could carry Iowa because she yes. had been lighting it up all tournament. LSU's yes. a better team. And Angel Reese is only a sophomore. So yeah, <laughs> she, she's. I don't know how early they can get drafted or whatever. But well, yeah, she said. I think she said like we're running it back. I don't know. Again, yeah, I don't know when she comes out, but she's back. She's going to defend her championship, man. And uh, more power to him, man. More power to him. That was thank fun you, to watch. Jay. We talk shit as fans who it, have nothing fast. to do with the game. <laughs> um, do and you if know? You, and if you're talking shit, expect shit talk back. I uh, all facts of life. I was just curious on Caitlin Clark. I was curious how tall she was. Do you have any? Do you want to guess? Did you don't look it up? Okay. Uh, She's like a shooting I guard. Say five eleven. That's six feet. Ooh, That's a good guess. I was close. Yeah. So like 
She's, that's that's me. That's my height. Like you I walk by, <laughs> you walk by a girl that's six feet tall. You're like that girl's tall, and she doesn't. She doesn't even look tall I out know. there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of crazy. You know, remember last week we were talking about if you had to play against a fifth grader for like five million yes. bucks, what would her price be? Because she'd smoke us. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it would be <laughs> yeah. It, if what was ten million for an eighth grader or something like that? Or, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would be like you know, I, I'd say fifty million maybe. What do you say? Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, but I don't know. Listen, I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't touch that because no, she's she's damn good. She's damn good. <laughs> she's real good. I played a game um, um in high school one time, and this guy, point guard on the other team, was just in my ear talking shit mm-hmm. the whole game, and I enjoyed it because it got me pissed off and it got me yeah. to play better. But then he he started talking about my mom, Ooh. and he's and uh, the people could see this no. like happening. I mean, this guy going back and forth a lot. And then I was inbounding a pass on the sideline. My mom happened to be like on the bleachers right there. So like I had the ball in my hand. So I knew I had five seconds. I was like, mom, this kid says he knows you just tell me right now if it's true or not. So I decided to like have fun with it. And she was like so confused. Like, I don't know what's happening. And everyone in the stands is just like, oh, God. What is that is great. <laughs> that is fucking great, dude. I love it. I love it. Hey, listen, again, it's, it's part of basketball culture talking shit you just you just get used to it and do it at the end of the game where you're not pissing off your, your team that other person enough to get like if she pissed it caitlin clark off enough maybe she went for 45 50 and maybe it's a different game she waited to the end of the game talked her shit when the game was in hand and that was it man and no rest involved no nothing involved it's the season's over that's it so yeah um you know Let's keep it, it, it on basketball good, huh yeah hey listen if we want to talk about basketball here, let's 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 take it to the next level here. So we want to talk about the NBA now. We got big things coming up with New York basketball. You know, uh, Knicks, Nets, both shaping up, ready to go into the playoffs. So you know, any of the Knicks fans out there, you know, we we want to have somebody on to kind of fill you guys in. If you're casual, get back in again the bandwagon here. Um, none other than Schwinny Poo. What's going on, my man? How are we doing, Schwin? Nice to uh... meet you. Nice Welcome to, to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm just um, ate dinner, relaxing, enjoying um, hey. the Knicks not playing today. So, oh, it's go. it's a good feeling, right? It's like right yeah. before the, the calm before the storm. You get a nice little day off here. Um, if you guys didn't know, you know, Schwinn is a, a writer for uh, Strickland, right? A uh, yep. host of Pod Strickland. You guys do some good work. Um, you Appreciate guys it. all all knowing about the Knicks, so we wanted to bring you in, kind of filling everybody. Um and yeah, listen. I can hear Eli. I just hear Eli saying, "Round of yeah, applause!" Eli will give you a round of applause. A round of applause. Our our biggest Knicks fan is not in here today, but he he wanted to be here. He gives his regards. But listen, we we want we want you guys. If you want, we want you to fill us in here. So let's talk some Knicks. They clinched the, the playoffs now for their second time in thirty three years, right? Mm-hmm. Seem to have locked in their place. Are we are we locked in at the fifth seed? To uh, not not quite there. If the Nets okay. lose today, they get the fifth seed. If the Knicks win tomorrow, they get the fifth seed. They they just need to win one of their last three games. They'll be the five seed. Right, so, right, yeah. right. Um. So listen, there. It looks like they're headed towards Cleveland, a, a matchup where you know Donovan Mitchell was supposed to come here this summer, right? And you know didn't work out. So now they get this. Uh, <laughs> Knicks fans get to see this guy firsthand. Um, come to the garden. Um, what's your thoughts on, on what how the Knicks looking going into the playoffs? What to expect? Fill us in on what you're thinking here. Um, well, I mean, they're they're playing great, they're playing really good ball right now. 
Um, the, the big question, though, is Julius Randle. Obviously, he hurt his ankle last week when they played Miami. Um, so, you know, they said he's going to reevaluate it in two weeks. That mm-hmm. should be about two days, I think, before playoffs tip off. So, depending on if they get the Saturday game or a Sunday game, he has two, three days after the re- reevaluation. Um, we'll see. I mean, it didn't look great. He's obviously, mm-hmm. he, he hadn't missed a game all year. So, he's not a guy who misses time. Um, it didn't look great. So, and obviously he's not going to be doing a bunch of on-court work while he's rehabbing his injury, right. given the nature of it. So um, it's one of those where it's like, even if he gets a clean bill of, bill of health, you know, two weeks is a long time for these peak professional athletes. Um, is he going to be able to play the way he was playing prior to the injury? Is he going to be able to play big minutes? We don't know. Right. Um, but uh, aside from that, I mean, I think Jalen Brunson's playing great. You've got all these guys now, you know, quickly off the bench. Grimes has been really hot lately. Um, even Obi now in Randall's absence has picked it up. Josh Hart has been awesome since they acquired him. And Mitchell Robinson and Isaiah Hartenstein are really playing well. Um, they're just completely giving them the next 48 minutes of just elite rim protection at the center position. It It's all kind of clicking. Um, but unfortunately, the two big questions, you know, one being Julius Randall's health and two is just RJ Barrett, who's not really been great this year. Yeah. Uh, to be quite honest, I mean, I, I got apparently I got a, a lot of shit a couple of days ago uh, or last week on on Twitter because I said he's been putting up a lot of empty stats this year. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, look, maybe that's a bit of an overreaction, but like, I mean, I think well, however people reacted to like the empty stats part of it, so like, what does that mean? And I'm well, like, if you're not if you're not catching shit on Twitter, you're not doing anything, right? <laughs> well, I, I tend to catch shit, but um, but but like you know, you know, people want to harp on the verbiage, it's fine, but he's a right now he's been a below league average efficiency below average defensive player uh, on the wing and that's what he's been this year that doesn't mean he can't turn around that doesn't mean that's what he's going to be forever but this year you just got to call like you see it and and that's what he's been this year um can he get it together before the playoffs that would be great if he did that would be a massive boost for the knicks because if you look at their rotation he's basically been the one guy who's not really helped the team when he's on the floor this year. Do you think um, it's a confidence yeah. thing or an ability thing that he just hasn't gone to the level we expected? Uh, I personally think he's just put on too much weight. Um, mm. He looks way too bulky to me. He's not moving that fluidly. If you go back and look at like how he looked uh, at Duke in the first two years in the NBA, I'm not saying like it, you have to put on weight. Obviously you're going to have to add muscle. That's not, that's not, um, that, that's, that's not crazy, but he just looks way too bulky, way too top heavy. Um, I'm not, you know, a nutritionist. I'm not some, you know, stud at the gym. I can't speak to what specifically he should do. But Don't sell yourself short, man. There's not much there. I don't want to embarrass myself. Uh, but, but like, he's to me, he just looks bulky. He looks slow. He's not explosive. He's not powering through guys at the rim. He's not really t- capitalizing on his strength, which is his biggest advantage. I mean, that's always been his biggest advantage as a player, Mm -hmm. but you're not seeing him necessarily capitalize on to the degree that you want. His three ball has been very inconsistent this year to be generous. Um, And again, I mean, the biggest thing is you can deal with all this offensive stuff. If defensively he's giving you good effort and he's executing all that, but his defense has not been good this year. He's just, there's been too many miscommunications, mishap. You know, right. uh, sounds like you have a lot of confidence in him. Uh, this, <laughs> yeah. is, this is making me feel good about this. Is well, it so. he's the X factor, though? I, like, I, I think this, like, I, yes, obviously, the fact that he's not been good this year, 
if he does get it together. And like, look, we've seen him in December this year. He actually looked great. I thought he was about to, he looked like he was turning it around and then he got, he lacerated his finger. Um, and since then it's just been a big roller coaster with a lot right. more downs than ups. But um, yeah, you could say he's an F- X factor, but the other advantage, or not the advantage, but the other thing that's nice uh, that the Knicks have is the Knicks actually have options. Uh, they have good depth. Got some depth so too. yeah, so they could, they can like, you know, if RJ's struggling and we've seen Tibbs do that this year, He'll bring in Emmanuel quickly for him. He'll he'll bring yep. in Josh Hart. He'll extend Quentin Grimes' minutes. So they have options that give them. I mean, it's it's good thing. Um, and hopefully, you you would hope long term it it kind of that internal competition can drive RJ uh, to improve. But like for right now, I, I think if he's struggling, there's just no reason that you have to have him on the floor. This isn't like two years ago where they kind of gritted right. and tried really hard all their way to the you know fourth seed this team is a lot more talented i mean the effort obviously is still there but they're a lot more talented they have better pieces they have better depth so they have options if rj struggling or if honestly if any of these guys are struggling mm. they have options i mean even right. jalen brunson who's been awesome this year and he's been consistent um like we've seen emmanuel quickly ball out when he mm-hmm. when Brunson hasn't been available and last week when they played Miami he closed with quickly a point guard he didn't have Brunson on the floor in that game and that was the game that you know effectively more or less not it may as well have clinched them a playoff spot but right. um yeah I mean look they've been they have options and I think that's the best thing you can say about this team is that you know there are any number of things that could go wrong but if things go wrong they have the ability to change things up and um yeah, I mean that's that's really the best thing you can say about this. I love seeing Brunson just change this team completely, and I like to see the offense go through him as opposed to isolating Randall, which is just makes me nauseous. Just just watching him in isolation, where you know it's a three getting chucked up. I just hate that about the NBA in general. But like, it just doesn't. It's not something you can rely on, especially in big games in the playoffs when teams are actually trying on defense, like you just can't rely on that. So the way Brunson can penetrate and dish and keep everyone involved and then like get a broken play and then hit Randall for a three, like that's the how the Knicks can actually be dangerous. I do have a question because a lot of people may not be diehard basketball fans or Knicks fans, but looking at this playoff situation currently have the five seed, we'll see how it shakes out. But is there like, they seem to have success against Boston. Who's a, much better team by I think everyone would agree somehow they competed well with them is there is there like a a path that you could see the Knicks winning a series or two and like what would those matchups be I mean I the the Cleveland matchup is one I I really like for the Knicks I've liked them I like that I've liked that one all season I think that's a good matchup for them um Cleveland doesn't have good wings, which has kind of been mm. one of the ways that you can hurt the Knicks this year. They don't have that. Um, both their backcourt, obviously Garland and Mitchell are awesome players, but they're smaller players. Um, and the Knicks have the type of dudes who can compete with them. And we saw that last week. I mean, they went to Cleveland, obviously, look, Cleveland didn't have Jared Allen. They didn't have Isaac Okoro. The Knicks didn't have Julius Randle. Um, but the Knicks went there. They took their best shot and that was an intense game. And they beat them 130 to 116. And they they just locked them up down the stretch. And it's, you know, they've won the season series against Cleveland. I like that matchup for them a lot. I don't think, um, you know, Cleveland size is a problem for a lot of teams. And it's, it'll be a problem for the Knicks too. But they can't out-physical the Knicks. Um, right. And the Knicks have a way better bench. Their depth is way better than Cleveland's because Cleveland, guess what? You need trade for Don Mitchell. You have to give up all your depth. Um, but like, <laughs> like the Knicks have depth. So they have options and they have flexibility. I mean, they played they've been playing with randall out they've been you know using these smaller lineups that tibbs generally hasn't used um but 
because he has to now because he needs the like he he needs obviously you're replacing Randall was averaging what, like 34 minutes a night um and giving you 25 10 4 whatever he was averaging like he has to lean into these different things that he hasn't really tried and I think it's interesting because um like with Josh Hart I just think there's options there in terms of how you use various personnel you have um that's very interesting so I like that matchup against Cleveland um, and I, I mean, they're not going to play the Celtics cause they're not, they can't finish at the seventh seed and the Celtics are not going to, they're, I think the Celtics are definitely going to be the two seed. Um, I, I would, I, and they wouldn't even theoretically see them until maybe the conference finals. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but like, I would have don't scare you, do they? No, I, I think they're, again, they're just a good matchup for the Knicks. Like, especially right. when Randall is healthy, the Knicks front court is just more athletic um, then there's, I think, and Robert Williams has been in and out of the lineup all year for them. And, you know, when I've seen him at least this year, he hasn't looked as quite as athletic as he's looked last season. Um, Al Horford is still shooting great from three, but he's definitely slipped defensively. Uh, and I just think like, I, I mean, again, I, I'm not like crunching Celtics tape every night, but, um, their coach, Joe Zula, he obviously got them off to a really hot start this year. I haven't loved a lot of the stuff I've seen from them of late. I mean, especially that last game in Boston, I thought was very weird where he just didn't play Derek White, who's probably been like the third best player. He just didn't play him down the stretch of the game, which was bizarre. Um, and obviously the Knicks won that game without Brunson. Um, and they've beaten they've beaten the Celtics in some interesting situations. They beat them without Brunson last game. They right. beat them without uh, Mitchell Robinson uh, the first uh, their first time in Boston this year. And then they beat them at the Garden. Um the week that they played them or the, when they last played them that same week, they played them at the garden and they beat the shit out of them then. So mm-hmm. um, I just think like they're, would they beat would the Knicks beat the Celtics? I, I would still say the Celtics are favorites, but I, I do like, I would like the Knicks's. They can scrap. Yeah. They, I think scrap they, they have a chance there. Um, right, I right. think they can. And, but Cleveland to me is the one team in that top four that I felt like all year, basically like if they can get that matchup, they 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 really like that it's not just you have a chance or it could be competitive they should you think they should win i don't know if they should but it's like if you lost in five games that would be very bad to me (laughs) with the caveat being we don't know what the situation is with julius randall and that's a big deal like you know and i i hear what you're saying i agree like i don't love how randall centric offense can get at times when he's on the floor and i think without him these last couple games you've seen like they're playing faster. The ball moves mm-hmm. around a lot more. I like that style better. Yeah. yeah and and I, I do too. Um, but in that matchup against Cleveland, like I do think Randall presents something that is a problem for them. Like, you know, Evan Mobley, he's destroyed him this year when they've played against, when they've gone up against each yeah. other. Um, and I love Obi. I like, th- this is the thing that's crazy is we literally have no idea what Obi would do in that situation because he started <laughs> yeah, 12 games. Yeah. He started 12 games over three years. Like it just, we haven't seen it. So um, it's pretty interesting to kind of like think about, like, I, I genuinely, like if you told me, you know, if Randall was healthy and we were getting this matchup, I would feel very like good mm. about the Knicks' chances. And I still feel like they can do things to Cleveland that are tough for them to match up. And I don't think they should get completely beat down or anything like that. But I don't know what to expect when I just don't. I just don't know. Like again, yeah, yeah. we haven't seen Obi enough, so this is kind of like it's like a mystery box. And this sounds like the the Rangers going into last year's playoffs. We have like the kid line. You did. You don't know what these young guys are going to do until they're put in that situation. Right. And the the lights are the brightest. You're at MSG. The crowd's going nuts. Either perform or you don't. So we're going to find out what what these guys could do very shortly. Um, listen, the car is going to be rocking. It, 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 
when push comes to shove and the, the Knicks have a home game, you know they're always going to have a fighter's chance just because the crowd's going to almost will them into another level of play, it, it almost feels like. So, come to your head, no Randall. Knicks, uh, give, me, give me a serious prediction. What do you got? Uh, no Randall. I think the Knicks lose in six games. Um, I think I think it's just it's really hard without him because you're giving up size at that point. And I think mm-hmm. the one thing that like it's nice to have options, which the Knicks do have, but you still want to have that that option to like bludgeon a team inside. And as good as Obi is, um, and I do think he's good. I think that how he's been used and kind of you know you come in for six minutes each half, it's hard to really catch a rhythm. Um, I think you see that when he plays more minutes, all of a sudden he looks like a different player. He's hitting more shots. It's not that complicated to me. Um, but I think he's not the phys- he, he's not as physical as Randall. I don't think he holds mm-hmm. up as well in the post. He's not going to control the glass at times. When Randall gives a shit, he can control the glass in a way that Obi can't. Um, he's not going to finish through contact uh, right. at the rim the way Randall can. So I just think over a seven-game series, if you're playing against yeah, play and, playing against, and you're playing Jared Allen, those guys are huge. Like, it's it 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 you lose the margin just enough, and I think yeah, the Knicks probably losing six if if Randall can't go. Randall is healthy. Like I would expect that to go the distance. Honestly, I think that's a seven game series. We'll have to do some Mr. Miyagi stuff on his on his ankle. That's what you're saying. <laughs> a little bit of this, a little bit of that, maybe, yeah. and get that ankle right ready to go, man. Knicks fans, go follow Schwinnipu. You see his handle there. Uh, give him a follow. Great to meet you, my man. Thank you for hopping on with us. Absolutely. Thanks Go for Knicks. I don't like your prediction, but I do like you. You're a nice guy. <laughs> but I do think I think Knicks can win this thing in six. That's what I hey, think. Hey, listen, yeah. we appreciate your knowledge regardless. Thank you, Schwinn, for coming on here, man. And uh, if you guys aren't listening to Strickland Pod, you know, go listen, subscribe. These guys are great at what they do. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. Cheers, man. You too, man. So that's – hey, listen – we got our Knicks talk in. Um, I'll be putting money on them because I, I I like when the when the Knicks are are relevant. Like uh, as a Nets fan, I don't know what we what we're gonna do. We're, we're probably going up against the Sixers round run. It's gonna be a tough tough series. So I'm I got told Eli if the Knicks could could win two series, I'm I'm transferring over to a Knicks fan. But I'll be rooting for you guys series one. I want to see you guys, you know. We appreciate your support. Yeah, yeah. I, I hey, listen, I'm a New York guy. I'm a New York guy. You're a revival guy, which means you're a New York sports guy. Things have changed around here, man. I, I don't root against the Knicks like I used to as a little kid. You know, as a Jordan fan back in the day, I hated the Knicks. But you know, now I th- you know what? I thoroughly enjoyed the Jason Kidd Nets. I went to yeah, a few oh, of those of course, games. Man. You know, like those, those were that was a great team. Kenyon Martin, <laughs> Richard Jefferson, Kerry Kittles. Oh. I love hey. that team. I was a big Kerry Kittles guy. He's what drew me oh in. Oh my actually. god, the best. <laughs> um, hey, listen. So let's talk about some some other things real quick uh, before we get to some Giants talk for everybody. Um, we are we are we're going to talk about what we have going on this weekend. A beautiful Easter weekend. I hope you have, have some good family times uh, planned. I don't know where you, what, what you got planned for that, but in the midst of all that, you got Masters. Just, just to ease you into the holiday weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, if, if, you, if you like gambling on it, it's fun. You watch the Masters. Are you pumped for it? I mean, it, it, it's golf's Super Bowl, right? Like, come on. Let us know in the chat if you guys are – are because I never used to be into golf. I never thought I would enjoy watching it on TV, and, and now I definitely do. There's also a great uh, Netflix documentary. It's called Full Swing. Did you watch that? Oh my God, got me so amped up! Phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> we see 
not only the the crazy life that these guys live, private jets and all that crap, but the actual yeah. pressure that they're under um, is pretty crazy. And it's a really cool documentary if you're, if you're into it at all. Um, uh, I like that dude that partied. He just said, hey, I'm cool being 70th in the world. I'm going to have my, my time on tour. He just gets struck all the time and maybe fucks around and wins a tournament. That guy's he's the best. That guy's great. He's like, somebody has to be the 70th best golfer in the world. Why not me? <laughs> that was like my favorite line in the whole thing. This is classic. So last year, I think Master Sunday was not Easter. It was no, just like it was uh, it was something else. And my friends and I, I think there was like eight of us. We got a golf simulator. We rented out like two bays next to each other. And we had, you know, they blasted on the TVs there while you're playing this mm-hmm. virtual round. And it was a great time, but obviously you can't do that this right. Sunday. But I like it. It's great, great background television. Yeah, Master's yeah. Nap. A little that, bit. That's, that's, a dad, that's a we're dad vibe now. right there, yeah. You <laughs> we crossed that threshold. <laughs> or just couple, catch a couple of Zs. You know, Leave me alone. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I can't wait to be that guy just sit on the couch. Old man noises take a, a like in and out of naps here and there. Man. You, you can't be far off from being that guy. I, I, know, this I, know, I want to see it this Sunday. <laughs> I want to see but it uh Monday. listen, uh, I'm gonna uh, little pick for everybody. John Rom, throw your money on that guy. He's ready to, to win. He's a bomber. Um John Rom, put some money on him. At least top five, if not winning. Yeah. You know, I gotta I gotta transition into our next topic for you. Yeah. Um our main man Jerry from Times oh. Insider. He's got a question for you because we want to touch on the Jets real quick mm. before we, before we get to the Giants. If they were in the playoffs, would you root for them? So listen, my hatred for the the Yankees back in the day, the Jets back in the day was mostly my friends. I hated my friends who were Yankee fans and Jets fans that talked shit back to me. Um, you know, we used to scrap. So I, I I hated the Jets. I hated the Yankees back in the day. But now we're, we're older. We're a little bit more sophisticated. Not too much more sophisticated, but a little bit more. Um, my hatred for these teams have slowed. So I would root for them to win a, a series, uh, maybe a game or two. But I don't want them to win the Super Bowls and shit like that. Like I, I wouldn't be able to go that far. Um, I would root for them to just just keep the excitement in New York going. It's good for us. It's good for the city. Um, but, you know, maybe AFC Championship and then a complete – it's, after that. <laughs> it's funny because you think about the people you know who are fans of that team and how they would react, and that's pretty much what you base it on. At least, for, right, at least exactly. for me, like the Jets, I wouldn't have that big of a problem with them being good and and winning a Super Bowl, even. But like the Devils, I can't have that. No, and it's like I'm Great. thinking of the same people because um, <laughs> they seem to be Jets <laughs> and Devils fans. Um, but the Giants, you know, if it's outside of the division. I would even say it's really just Dallas and Philly that that I just despise to my core. What did he just say? Yeah, yeah. He said he's uh, he's like I'm 48 and not sophisticated. Listen, I I kind of oversold myself. This guy's not. Does this look like a sophisticated face to you? Backwards hat <laughs> and just sitting in my. Let's go. But let, listen, I, my hatred again was more for the fans. Now they 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 backed off. They we've all calmed down a little bit. I I want. I like New York team succeeding because it's good for every sport that we honestly, when everybody says like, you know, it was fuck New York, this and that New York is good for any sport. When, when we are in the playoffs in hockey in basketball and football, baseball, we are good for the sport. It's more eyes on it, more passion. And man, we need a fucking championship though. That's why, I mean, this is why we started this guys. New York sports has been desperate 
for a revival. It's been way too quiet. You see these other rival cities. They got a championship every other year. They got a parade for a different sport every other year. We've had nothing. We need, we Giants, need Giants won the Super Bowl 2011, 2012. That's been it, guys. Yeah. And I know yes. you don't count the MLS Cup last this year. This is Jerry's right here. Rex Jerry, Jerry's just getting a lot of face Yo, time Jerry's here, Jerry. Today. We love you, baby. Uh, but yeah, he, you're right. Rex, in that that brash attitude, the, the Jets fans took took on his personality and they just came out and the Brandon J and they let you know about it, you know. So it, it that no like you're right on that front. That was the last of the Money and that was like right when me and my friends were in our 20s and we were just the hate, most hateable dickheads in the, in the whole world. So like that's when my true Jets hate was at its highest, probably. But um, you know, since he's gone, so you enjoyed watching stuff. them crumble and back to back AFC championships. That it 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 warmed my heart at that time. <laughs> um, but you know, now not so much. I want I want I want the Jets to do decent. I wonder if um, it'll ever happen. But when they when the Jets did that, that was yeah. in between the Giants Super Bowls, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it was we, right. We kind of interlocked. Yeah, right. So I mean, right. we weren't that far off from having the Jets and Giants have a chance at that happening a super bowl with jets and giants and that would be beyond epic and hey listen we're, we're both got two decently young teams good, good talent um one team is living on a prayer though yeah well let's talk about that prayer uh, let's talk about it the diva yeah i mean listen aaron Rodgers. what are they talking about at this point it, it was like three that, weeks ago that he said he wants to go to the jets just what is the problem well let's clarify what he said he said he want he will play for the Jets. He didn't want to go to the Jets. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just Aaron Rodgers. It's just it's what he does. He's kind of it's just like just make a decision already. Just make it like before, like I don't know who's holding this up right now. It's just agonizing. I think I thought he was signed like about five different times, and it turns out every time I, I come back the next week, he's not actually signed yet, not traded yet. Um, like just get this fucking shit over with already, man. Dude, why but the imagine, Jets? Have not just gone for Lamar Jackson is so beyond uh, it's, it's, me. It, well, listen, what the what Joe Douglas, their GM, said was kind of it, it made sense. It was they've gone too far down this path yet, uh, already to now pull out and like and it's kind of if you still want Rodgers, it's kind of disingenuous to him. And, right, and but like, everyone caters to Rodgers constantly. Right. It's always right. what is what does the baby need? This. What does the baby need? Let's get him as receivers. <laughs> Let's make sure he's super comfortable. Give him as much time as he needs. Like what the fuck. If I'm the yeah. Jets, know what it is. If the Jets were able to quietly find out what they could do for Lamar, mm -hmm. I bet they would have poked around. But like you know that nothing it gets leaked. Oh, the second the Shefty, second Shefty would have it in five minutes, and it would be, <laughs> and it, and it would be out there. Then Aaron Rodgers would be like, "Nah, I'm not going." <laughs> yeah, listen, but imagine this world where this Rodgers thing somehow doesn't happen. Now, like the Jets have got, put all their eggs in that basket. They've gotten all the, the, the his guys. They set it up perfectly for him. If if he turns around and just heals, dude, and just says fuck you to the Jets, and they're stuck with all, Zach Wilson. <laughs> oh my god, the shitstorm that will rain upon the Jets for the New York media is will be unfor or unforeseen because they're they're ready to go. That roster is ready to go. If you put Zach Wilson at the helm of that fucking thing, that thing with Salah's job basically on the line, he'll be in the hot seat. Man, that would be some. So bad news, man. Bad news. All um, right, it is yeah. time as we as we bring this thing home. Our beloved Giants. Yeah. Happy Draft Month. Did we drink to that? Happy Draft Month, oh, pal. Yeah, we're, we're we're so close, so fucking close, baby.
We're gonna welcome me, some me new. Me and you are gonna get to hang out, right? We we it's gonna be a. We got to do it again. Out. Last mm-hmm. year, maybe I'll I'll uh, find that video from last year. Yes, but granted, it was a lot more action because we had the five. It's gonna be a longer night. <laughs> and like slower. every like the first four picks were so important because I I ran through every scenario in my head of and it pretty much worked out best case for what I wanted at the time. Right. <laughs> um, but to have two picks in the top seven, there was a lot of action, but. At good 25, there, though, right? we were rolling a camera. We just got live reactions throughout the first several picks yeah. and just made for a great video. So I'll stir that up now that it's draft month. It's, uh, it's but good we to got to be there, though, right? No, we, we weren't thinking about mock drafts for like six months now. Like we weren't, we, we, we didn't talk about mock drafts until after the season was over. We're just now getting fully ingri- integrated. Like, you know, there's always the, the Twitter, uh, the draft guys who they, they know their shit all year round, but like. The past couple of years, we've been looking at mock drafts in October, you know, thinking about who we're going to draft because we're going to have a top five pick, top ten pick. Now, we don't have to worry about that. Like, like the, I was talking about the Jalen Carter, uh, you know, pick, how I don't envy whoever's going to draft him. He's either going to be a, a star or I could see him just being a total bust. But you know what? Giants don't have to worry about that <laughs> this year. It's not a, a decision we have to make. We're outside of the top ten. Yeah. We're picking in the twenties, boys. That's that's what we want to be, man. That's, that's what we want to be going forward. That's a good, good thing. place to be. But um, we will be having a second annual People's Mock Draft on on uh, New York Revival in two Talk weeks. Talk about it. Talk about get, it. Get your uh, get your vote in. Tell us if you want in. We'll sign you a team. We're going to do the top ten, and then an obligatory number twenty five Giants pick. If you get money, there's going to be a pay structure. We'll let you guys know. Um, if you get if you nail the pick. You get some cash. Um, we went zero for 10 last year because <laughs> it was a very unpredictable year. Um, that, that's how it works, right? Like if one guy goes out of place, the whole draft is turned upside down. Completely. You know? So um, we will have a people's mock draft. Let us know if you're interested. If you're a, a draft guy that wants to make some money, let us know. Um, we're, we're, I'm happy about it. I love it. It is, it is good to have a new GM in charge. We, yes. um, If we crush this draft... We're going to be in business, and if we get a little healthier, a little, a little more lucky on the health front, and we nail this draft, Giants are back in business. If well, Beavers comes close. back and, and somehow yeah. just picks up where he left off in camp and what we were seeing from him with this mm-hmm. line, you know, we have now it's starting to come together, and now we didn't even get to the draft. It's just going to be really exciting to see how this unfolds. But our boy well, DJ, yeah. Being the leader well, that he is. I want to expand on what you just said, though. Yeah. Last year's class basically was it, it was, was, it was a wash. wash. Yeah, it was an absolute wash. Everybody was injured. Wandale was injured. Evan Neal even got injured. Uh, Tibbs was injured at the beginning of the year. Um, you know, and you you go down the line, flat. Um, McKeithen, the the, the 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 names go Beavers, who was supposed to be probably our most talented linebacker. Dude, that was a steal. Was that fifth or oh. sixth? We got him so late yeah, in the draft. Yeah. It, it Bellinger, I mean Bellinger, Bellinger with the eye thing. Like, are uh, you kidding me? What, like, what is that? I don't even understand. <laughs> Who breaks an eye socket with a fucking helmet on? That draft class was cursed and cursed. Let's just pray to the football injury guys that that because it'll be like a whole new rookie class coming in now. You know, Belton was even hurt a little bit. Um, so Evan Neal missed, missed time and struggled. So now you're getting him coming back as as a sophomore. Um, it's just gonna be. Azuna's are might be our starting guard, you know. Yeah. So it, it's going to be great. Got new turf, like like uh, like Bill was saying out there. I see Bill. I see you, Bill. Um, listen, a good draft class this year, coupled with health of last year's class, 
that's a lot of young infusion of talent yeah, like, right there, man. Wondell so, Robinson, like arguably a reach pick. A lot of people thought that was a reach pick. They were just like they were just, just had a big game. <laughs> they were just introducing him to the offense, and he's gone. Everybody was was so concerned about how they. They peppered him with targets that uh, game they got hurt. He had 13 targets, nine catches over 100 yards, a touchdown. He was just going to blow up. I couldn't then, wait to see that kid go. And I and I, I don't know. I didn't like that everyone was like, that's a shitty pick and all that. Like, I agree. They picked him for they a purpose. A let's let's see what he, they want to do with him in the offense. And we didn't get to see it, but we're going to. They're going to line him up everywhere. It's going to be fun. 100%. 100%. Um, and, and listen, one more note on the Giants. We had uh, Deion Jones in – um, recently, a uh, very good, a former All-Pro linebacker, a guy that can run, a guy that's very good in coverage. Does he have anything left in the tank? I don't know. He played a little bit with the, uh, the Browns last year. They had him in for a talk. Um, what I will say is that if they can get anything left out of this guy, I don't know how much he's got left in the tank, but if he's if he's got even E, like if he's even, even like quarter tank maybe, like that'll help. One, two ways actually. It helps give Beavers more time to get healthy, to get more acclimated back to the, into the defense. You could work his way into it if, by maybe week eight, Jones shows he's he is in fact done. You could give Beavers the, the keys after the, after that. But he could run, man. He plays well in coverage. And Okariki, if uh, if if there's Okarake. something that Okarake. Okarake. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I look forward to you doing that all year. I know. Yeah, and uh, okay, it, right? <laughs> okay, Ricky. Okay, Ricky. Um, I so care. Okay, I think so. Okay, is a guy that plays against the run. He's downhill, more downhill. He can play coverage, but a guy that could play uh, coverage better next to him and has speed uh, going backwards. That's a perfect combination of those two linebackers. And if he plays, he's got anything left. It's a good move. Sean Robinson, another guy we had in, didn't sign yet, would be a run-stuffing defensive tackle. Another good move. Two big parts to this defense. I'm thinking they're waiting until after the draft, though. They want to see how it shakes out. Maybe a good defensive tackle falls to them. Maybe a good inside linebacker yeah, that they yeah. like falls to them. This is that'll be your plan B. The veterans, you could sign them later. They probably aren't going to be worth a lot. So. I'm getting excited. It's draft season, and uh, our main man Tane is going to hop on with us before the draft at some point. So stay tuned for that. Um, we love Tana, love having him on. Uh, oh, Jerry's, Jerry's just all up in your goodies tonight. Uh, Jerry's <laughs> all over me, like right on rice, man. Come on, you know what? I got it. That's not me, though. I got to get a character's name down. Um, I, I'm better as a, I'm as a professional, that. as a professional in the industry. I just haven't used his name in a while. I, I gotta I keep saying it like when I go right before I go to sleep. I'm just like, okay, okay, this into the brain. I gotta get it right. But um, um, we want to get OC's name down, but you know, yeah, this is it. where we're going. DJ organi- organizing the guys in Arizona for a workout. You love to see it. David Sills, mm-hmm. of course, we're all real excited about David Sills. Oh, this could be. I know great. Monty. I see Monty out there. I know he's excited about David Sills. Um, <laughs> listen, if David Sills doesn't see a snap this year, it's a good thing, man. It's a good thing. They I love David like Sills. Him. They must just yeah. Like I don't know. He's a, listen, great, great, great vet. Um, but it's a guy like Marcus Johnson, and David Sills. If they don't see the field, the, it's probably for the best. Joe Shane has done his job. You know, he, he stacked the room with good vets. And, um, you know, but to, to get back to Art Stapleton's tweet and what's going on, um, love to see DJ running this thing again. 
is there a name that sticks out for you that you, you love to see there that's missing or that's yeah that is there what, x gonna give it thoughts? to you i'm with i'm with x on this one uh the fact that saquon because a lot of talk is he gonna hold out is he really mm-hmm. pissed off that he got the tag he's there and he's working so you love to see that that either is telling you he has no plans to hold out and he's going to try and crush on the tag or he feels like oh. they're, they're going to get a deal done and he's close to it. And But either way, he doesn't want to miss the workouts. Right. Like, and you just love to see that that's where his head is at. I, I truly believe Saquon has three very high-level years mm-hmm. left. And mm-hmm. I want him to be a giant for those years. Mm-hmm. I don't want to overpay, and I know he's a running back. But I want his next three years to be in Giants blue. I do want that. <sighs> God, you're so right, man. And like, if there was ever, because we had this conversation, uh, one of our last two episodes, um, is Saquon going to sit out? You know, and and yeah. what would you be okay with it? And a lot of people out here said, listen, if he's a leader in his team, he should be out there. And man, he's going to a, it's not even OTAs yet, and he's out there working with with, with Daniel um, when he doesn't really need to. He is is, is showing up. He is a leader. He, like you said, he's either got a long term contract or he's going to go balls to the wall. And just ball out this year. Imagine a fully motivated, fully healthy contract year Saquon trying to put his second year back to back together for that big payday. Oh man! Not only just that, <laughs> all of you said is extremely important, but it's also with a, a smart offense and and like yes. all these things. Like it's actually the best situation him or DJ has ever been in. DJ is not going to a new offensive coordinator for once. Like oh. that's not named Jason Garrett. So like no, this is know, this you we don't speak of the <laughs> offense is not doesn't have to start over not losing Kafka was huge I didn't think he was qualified to be a head coach yet anyway but I'm glad that he's back I'm glad that they were able to get both coordinators back I think they're going to be dangerous man I know that yeah it's just it is what it is our division's really good right yes. we have we have one of the best divisions in the league Cowboys and Philly just still have just a really good roster. They both have good rosters. They're going to be competitive. But as long, if we could start to battle in those division games, then you really mm-hmm. know we're on our way. We can't be getting washed in the division constantly. Agreed. It's going to be harder and Agreed. harder to make the wild card because it's going to be hard to win this division. You're going to have to earn it to win this division. Yeah. I mean, uh, I agree with you. Um, listen, the talent is improving. Um, it, was, it, it was bottom 10, in my opinion, last year. We are starting to close ground on the, the Dallas's of the world. The Eagles lost a lot this year. Um, we're, we're trying to close ground on them. How much ground? We don't know yet, but don't get blown out by 30-plus points. Don't get blown out by three TDs when it matters. Um, and that's I think that's what Dable's building here. He's building a solid squad, second-year system for everybody involved. Um, I, I'm just – I'm psyched. Uh, and I, I will say this. Does it bother you at all that Waller's not here? Um, in these workouts, or d- d- doesn't doesn't even register. It doesn't your, just uh, because. And I think Tana uh, tweeted it earlier today. Kind of just uh, quoted something from Darren Waller. We pretty much said he's going to turn back. Like the he wants to be ready for. He wants to be 100 percent at camp. 100%. So he's not going to go nuts in April. I mean, I wouldn't hate it if he was there. Just, just walking be, through just things. to be yeah. there you know what i mean right. like i wouldn't hate that but i, I it's 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 a non-issue at this point um, he needs to be there in september october november december like it, it doesn't really matter I, if he doesn't see a preseason snap I, i'm not gonna lose too much sleepover I gotta be honest with you um let this guy work during the practices work during camp and wrap him in fucking bubble wrap if you <laughs> so, if you were waller 
and again, I don't hold it against him because I understand he's got his own program to get back to 100%. Yeah. As long as that works, then I don't give a shit. But if it were me, I would take a trip to Arizona and start bonding oh, with these guys, what start meeting my teammates, <laughs> right? Go go party a little bit. Like I agree. Yeah. I agree. I'm going to give I don't think he parties anymore, but Yeah, well, uh, I hope, let's hope not. Let's, let's hope, hope not. not. Those <laughs> days are behind you, Darren. <laughs> stay clean, stay uh, strong, stay focused. Exactly. Let's go. Oh man. But listen, um listen, I, I want to close it out with a couple of segments here. We're going to go we are our, not just a sports uh, podcast here. We're not a sports show. We are also an entertainment show too. So let's entertain the people. Is there now? I want to get into a topic that we we, we talk about a lot. What got you pissed? Oh. What got you pissed, FA? What got you pissed this week? Tell me anything on your mind. Yeah, it happened an hour ago. I said I was very excited that I picked up a Costco uh, T-shirt tonight. Right? It's the first Knicks uh, article of clothing I bought in many. This is a John Starks jersey, not a Josh Ooh. Hart jersey. Um, well, their names kind of do sound it. the same. They were the same number. Um, <laughs> but I was excited to get this T-shirt. And Charlie, our good friend Charlie, you know Love the most Charlie. the most optimistic Giants fan, yes. DJ lover. We it's all know. Him. We all know him. <laughs> Ray <of> Sunshine. He <laughs> called me a bandwagon <laughs> fan because I think he misunderstood that I like as if I bought a T-shirt just all out of the blue because the the Knicks all of a sudden are good. First of all, yeah. the Knicks are like a, they might win a playoff series. So you're not a bandwagon fan. <laughs> Unless your team's winning championships. <laughs> okay, the Knicks haven't done a goddamn thing. Um, I I lived through the 90s Knicks with how good they yeah. were and not winning a championship. And and through that all, I think that was that was peak NBA. Um, but I've always been a Knicks fan, but they it has been decades since they have motivated me to buy a t-shirt and that's yeah, all it's, that's all it's saying <laughs> consistent rele- consistently relevant you're right um and so charlie get off my man's back he, he's out there listen i'm we're not die hard fans here either like let, let's call it space your 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 closet's not full of nick shit ready to go but you're repping the team they're, they're hot right now you're on we're on the wagon together and um you know you're repping so I'm excited. I'm excited. I was excited to get a Knicks shirt because there was a reason to get a Knicks shirt. It doesn't mean I wasn't (laughs) a Knicks fan, Charlie. And I'll, Charlie, I'll take this up with you on the side, all right, Charlie? Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Uh, What got you pissed, man? I'll tell you what, man. Um, What got me pissed is these damn Yankee fans um, letting that the gall. So they're playing the the Philadelphia Phillies, and the Yankees are in the middle of of basically, uh, they have the game in hand. Stadium's quiet. What happens? What breaks out in in the in the in the, uh, in the, the bleachers over there? An Eagles chant, an E A G L E S Eagles chant. I heard it loud and clear several times. Not only was there not a brawl, there was nary a boo. Like not a boo. Yankee fans, yeah, Yankee fans, show some fucking pride. Like you let the, the goddamn Eagles fans come in there. Chanting Eagles chants in your face while their Phillies team is losing, mind you, and and they're just 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 making it loud and clear, dude. Step up, boo the shit out of them, drown out that damn Eagles chant, and and fucking show some pride for New York here. Um, Come on, you're bro. absolutely right. You know you know those. Yeah, I mean that's disgusting. Um, oh, I was so pissed off about that. I'm, just I'm not so, even I'm just a, a, a so Yankee sick fan. of Philly. I'm just so sick of Eagles fans. Yeah, um, you know what. 
Let's get this shit over so with. The, so the so the chat is chiming in, right? Like, what got you pissed in the chat? Jerry said Spiro saying Okariki. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, on video for a long Jay, time. Jay's got a I good one. Daycare Bobby. payment. You talked about Ooh, yes. that today. That, uh, that's a swift kick in the nuts. It's a mortgage payment, oh, and I wish I would have known better. The Ewing Ooh. finger roll. That that. Hey, cup, you know what? You, you, listen, Richard, you're bringing up bad vibes when we're just going into the playoffs here. Let's not let's not let's not bring that up again. If man. there is a Nick that would do the finger roll, it's definitely Randall. Oh my god. <laughs> if, yeah, any, if, any, if that's gonna happen to any Nick, it's Randall. I low key, I low key as I'm not Nick fan yeah. right now. Wanna see what the Knicks could do without him. I kind of want to see. It feels like the team is is jiving a little better. They like each other a little better. Um, I don't know. He, he Randall always pisses me off. I don't like his fucking attitude. Um but it just it, feels like they're, they're having more fun out there, right? I'm kind of with you. Like he's 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 a stud, but I don't like it. Like I wouldn't buy his jersey. You know, he's not my favorite player on on my team. He's it's not that guy. Like I like yeah. five other Knicks more than him at least. Yeah, yeah. Reg, Reggie Miller always got you pissed. Yeah, he's ugh. Ugh, man. Um, that was peak '90s basketball, though. I, that's when basketball was fun. Let's make basketball basketball fun again. Knicks got to win a, a playoff series. Rangers got to win a, their playoff series. Let's go. What we are in right now, like I said, is the dog days of sports right now. The playoffs haven't started yet. We're chopping at the bit for Rangers and Knicks playoffs. Um, the, the draft hasn't started yet. We're chomping at the bit for that. So, like, we're just like, mm, it's not pent up. We're, pent we're up trying to help get you through. Energy. We're trying, we're trying to, help to help get you through. through. Rangers have a chance, by the way. Lewis brought this up. He, what got him pissed was Rangers losing to, losing to the Devils. We all yep. were pissed off about I that. I was there. It sucked. But they have a chance still. They're only three points back of the Devils to maybe get to second place. But it's all look. It's look. It's shaping up to be a Rangers Devils first round playoff now, series. I mean, that would be That's great. Be I just want to see a change. better version of the Rangers show up. Like the first they period. Have, of, not there. Oh right. my god, dude! That it was just they weren't even there. They just like were not present in that game. It was. It you was dreadful. Saturday's version versus the Capitals to show up. Not, Man, fucking not... <laughs> light it up. Be confident. Be like, there's just too many stars. The Rangers have stars. Yes. They have so many good players and they have depth. Like, be that team. And they just, I want to see that version. Of the we talked about this too. There, there's another level for this team to get to. That's the, in my opinion, that's the exciting part. Like, they're they're not even close to their their peak yet. So. If there's another level to unlock, if they can get to that, they didn't, and they didn't reach it till after the first round of last year's playoffs. They yeah. didn't really start clicking until halfway through Carolina. If they click again, man, that's they got all the stars to make the run. They yeah. got all the stars, like you said. So um, let's, let's see. Another segment we love here is what was he thinking, <laughs> right? And we this this does not have to be sports related. It this one is loosely tied to sports. <laughs> but this it can be a clip of anything. We're like, man, what was he thinking? So I've seen Spiro drink 21 beers and mm. be okay. <laughs> I don't know what this guy drank, but I want you to have a look at this. And the, the song is great too, but just have a look at it's perfect what, video. Imagine actually doing this. You go to a ball <laughs> game, you're in the general area where you're getting snacks, getting beers, people everywhere. Imagine doing this. Roll out. Can you imagine being I, that drunk where you just whip it out in the middle, not even up against the wall? 
which would be. He was thinking, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it to the, to the bathroom. I'm not going to make it. So I'm going to just, just set up shop here in the middle of the fucking. Bro. Oh, my God. How do you I've not, never been. How do you not lean up against a wall? Um, I just can't even imagine that. Just fearless of who's walking by, what they're thinking, what they're saying. Zero just, fucks given. That that is if there is a zero fucks given part in a dictionary, like that guy's face, like when he's looking around, yeah, that's it. He just gave yeah. no fucks. But Spiro, it's your lucky day. You wanna know why? Why? Because we have a bonus. What was he thinking? All right. <laughs> And this one is fucking haunting and almost impossible. And uh, tell me what this guy was thinking. Just watch the guy sitting on the back of his pickup truck here. Gets up, walks away completely fine. Completely fine. My man. Just saw his life flash. You could see it in his face. It was blurry, but you saw his life. He's like, holy shit, my life flashed before my eyes. That I never seen the car was taken out underneath. It was taken out under him. He was unscathed. He was in a he was in a high speed crash and he and he was completely unscathed. He just walked away. That guy was living fucking. He you should he should have lived large that night, man. You do all the drugs, you, you just have yourself a time because you've lived through. Something that, that that most people nine 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 eight nine at a hundred times you're dying probably because <laughs> obviously the car that, behind was either asleep or drunk or what because he just both. drove directly. <laughs> 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 Maybe it was the guy that pissed at the game on his way home. <laughs> uh, that's Dude, probably what happened. That's fucking wild. And listen, I that's a that's a that's a again someone said. It, that's a life-changing moment right there. My yeah. man's life changed right before his eyes. Richard and said. he's like, I'm going to sober up. I'm going to be a better man now. You see him. just think, You can hear him he saying these right, things. He himself. went right to church. He, he stopped drinking that night. He uh, he changed his life around. Um, this is fun, Spiro. Always good yes. hanging out with you, buddy. We miss you, Eli. Come on back mm. to us. Um, you, but stay tuned for the People's Mock Draft. We're going we're gonna to give you guys some money to get the draft picks correct. It's gonna Show be us fun. your chops here. Come on, yep. bring, bring your fucking best best picks out. Everybody, we're, we're gonna we're gonna sign teams to you. Go make some money, people. Come on. <laughs> um, we've got what else do we have going on? Tana's gonna join us before the Giants draft. We're gonna talk about predictions and scenarios and what we would mm-hmm. like to see as as that gets closer. So we got a lot of fun things coming. Rangers and Knicks and Nets all getting ready for the playoffs. Uh, it's exciting. Revival, if you don't know, Revival's got merch out. We're going to show you the merch right now. But on behalf of Eli Rax and Mr. Glass, have fur full. Furry. Furry full. Furry. Mr. Furry. I looked at your face. And I furry. Uh, we love I you. Furry. I furry. New York Revival. Love you guys.